What if I told you that you can support your blood pressure and healthy CoQ10 levels with two chews a day? The new Super Beats Heart Chews Advanced is now supercharged with CoQ10. That's like getting CoQ10 for free. Our powerful blend of beetroot, grapeseed extract, and CoQ10 supports your cardiovascular health. Visit RadioBeats.com and find out how you can get a free 30-day supply on bundles and save 15% with the promo code DEAL. You're listening to a Countout Podcast. What's up, everybody, and welcome to System Check, a weekly AEW analytics show. I am your host, Ryan Knightsey. Thank you, everyone, for joining us on this episode. Coming back to System Check, those people that have been here since day one, I love you. We love you. Um, but if you want to continue listening to every episode, every episode of Dynamite Preview Analytics and Numbers and Stats and everything, why don't you subscribe to the feed, to the podcast feed of your choosing to get more of these episodes? Of course, where are these episodes? If you're a new time listener, you want to know what this is. System Check, a weekly AEW analytics show, is exactly that. Every week, AEW puts on dynamite on TNT. And of course, this is a promotion that says that wins and losses matter. And they have and they're presenting uh, wins and record books and all that stuff. So we here are here to try to make the most realistic as possible merit system so that we can sort of guess and, and preview and predict who we believe will win matches based off those stats entirely. So on today's episode, we are going to preview and predict our picks for the episode three of AEW Wednesday Night Dynamite. But before we get to that, uh, I want to talk about the guest for today's episode. Of course, if you've heard our flagship show, Hit the Books, then you know who this person is. This person is the co-host of Hit the Books. Um, I love him to death. Mikey Manfredi, he is joining us on today's program today. Mikey is, of course, uh, a longtime wrestling fan and a new-time independent wrestling scene fan. So he gets creates a lot of insight for... Uh, um, not knowing the full history of a lot of these people, but he's fully enthusiastic about this whole lineup of wrestlers. And he's so much excited about tomorrow, about Philadelphia, that he uh, he literally can't wait. I believe, he, I believe he, he doesn't say in the actual episode, but I believe he's going to be dressing up like Orange Cassidy. So if you're there and you find Orange Cassidy, please talk to him. Please see, stop him in the gangway. Is that what it's called? I don't know. Entryway? If you see an Orange Cassidy cosplayer, it's most, more than likely Mike McMahon Freddy. So why don't you shout him out in the process? But of course, Mikey's going to be watching AEW live tomorrow in Philadelphia. So I wanted to make sure we get him on the program here today so that he can help us preview some of these cards. So without further ado, let's get into it. And let's now preview the third episode of Dynamite in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania.
and we are here to talk about these matches. But before we talk about these matches, like I talked in the intro, I am joined by my friend, my buddy, my 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 boon companion, uh, which I'm stealing just from another podcast. That's fine. My the co-host of Hit the Books podcast. He debuted, debuted, debuted his wrestling viewership in 2001. His favorite all-time wrestler is CM Punk, but maybe not as much as now. And if he could wrestle one person, who does he think he could beat? That's AEW's Marco Stunt. It is the man, the myth, the legend, Mikey Manfredi. Mikey, thanks for coming on the show. Of course, man. I'm super excited to be here. Yes, we're in a little of that hit the books crossover. Yeah, the crossover uh, from the main show. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, one of the reasons I I, I talked I mean, obviously I talked about it in the intro, but one of the reasons I brought you on to the show, this program, Mikey, uh, not only because it's part of our network, not a question mark. I don't know, yeah, <laughs> uh, question it's mark. Under our, it's under our umbrella. Perfect. Um, but you are going to this very show. Yes, I will be there tomorrow that's crazy you're going to aew dynamite in philadelphia yes with a stacked card um i, I wish am you could have came with me but you're all the way in freaking atlanta i'm in hot atlanta <laughs> uh, uh yeah i'm just waiting for them to come my way you know now <laughs> they go to texas all of a sudden <sighs> i'm so annoyed i just because then they got to go to California, obviously, while they're all the way out there, and then just come back around to like ugh, it's just gonna take forever. It Atlanta better be like the WrestleMania. Yeah, that's what that's what it sounds like. It's gonna be. It fucking it better be. I'm so upset. I want they better. <laughs> they're going. They're they're going to at some point. But come on. Um. Anyways, they're taking like a weird path. They like went down and then they went out and then they're gonna be back on the East Coast for, uh full gear but uh mikey yes we're here to talk about aew dynamite and preview and talk about and show talk about all the analytics moving forward for the different cards on this card mikey before we do i want to ask you uh, uh you have uh, on the main show we talked about hit the books main show we've talked about um how you have slowly become more of a fan of the independent scene and this show of all elite wrestling has sort of been like the perfect time for you to really get into all that stuff yes so my question for you mikey is what do you like about all elite wrestling i like that every match feels important and i feel like no matter what happens it's still a little bit unpredictable i feel like in wwe i could call it shot for shot 90 percent of the time like and like any match, if you just put like a me down in front of a match, I could just be like, yeah, this is gonna happen, this is gonna happen, he's gonna kick out at this, and then it's like you always know, you know, like you know, after after watching wrestling for so long and being a, a straight WWE guy for so long, um, and I like I like that the wrestling it feels more impactful, like the like the moves you like to hit harder, I don't know, I don't know, it just feels like guys wrestling rather than just entertaining you know Mm -hmm. it feels more like a fight than a a play in other words it's more sports than entertainment yes not to say obviously it's not entertaining no of course like like obviously there's always going to be some entertainment like that's Mm -hmm. that's kind of the whole thing right Mm -hmm. 
what does um, AEW talks a lot about the wins and losses? Um, what does that? How do you interpret wins and losses mattering? Um, it means that every match counts more to me, and it's like it makes me want to pay attention more because I know in WWE if I miss something, if they'll they will probably just forget about it in like a week anyway. <laughs> fair that's a, that's a fair gripe so it's like if they're not going to pay attention and care why should i so it feels like if wins and losses matter and that they're paying attention and caring it makes it like kind of validates my feeling of like oh yeah good like i should care about this what i'm watching matters yeah exactly mm-hmm. i get that i get that i get that exact sentiment i think many fans do um but speaking of wins and losses mattering, Mikey, let's start going through and start looking at these individual matches on this card for AEW Dynamite Episode 3 in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. First up, we have SCU, who are ranked number six in the tag team division out of 11 tag teams, versus Best Friends, who are also ranked number four in the tag team division. Of course, this match being a first round match in the tag team tournament for AEW. The winner here facing Dark Order in the semifinal match. Mikey, who do you got as your pick to potentially win this match and move on to face the Dark Order? Oh, this is a tough one. Um... Judging by how in two on two tag team matches SCU are zero two, that's a little rough. And best friends, however, was like, however, when they're all a team, they have three wins. Yeah. So like, they have the teamwork. It's just they need to figure out the right. I feel like it's just it's just like the fact that they need to figure out the right combination of the two. Mm-hmm. It's been announced that uh, that this tag team tournament will be featuring Daniels and Kazarian, which is new because usually it's Scorpio Sky, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, how do you think that will play a dynamic into this tournament? I mean, just like on they said on BTE, right? Like they have the experience mm-hmm. compared to the high flying aspect of Sky. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like it's probably going to work out in their favor. But also, best friends aren't nothing, you know? Like, Yeah, let's talk about the best friends. How do you feel about the best friends' chances in this match? I mean, they've, they've, they're two, like, they're two and one. They're two, they're two and two overall. They're two and one in tag matches. So, like, they, they also have some wins under their belt, but they have more wins as a tag team than SCU does. Mm-hmm. Um, Bo- both teams here have are coming off of a two loss cold streak. Yeah, uh, heading into this match, best friends eking out a little bit of uh, uh, odds favor, giving a fifty one percent chance of winning this match. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're even on even if you're looking at the number of tags that they make a match, right? You know, SCU make about five and a half. Best friends make about six and a fourth. Mm-hmm. You know, on average, so. They're even very similar in that regard. Yeah, they they're they're just almost like this is like for me it's like almost split down the middle here. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it definitely feels like a coin flip, and that's what I like. I like that feeling of like anyone can pull this one out. <laughs> yeah, it, I would argue that this could be the a great opener either way. I agree. 
Um, but if we had to pick a, make a pick, Mikey, um, who are your picks for this match? Of course, uh, we don't know if Scorpio Sky will be seconding uh, this tag team match for SCU. Uh, it was said in BTE uh, that, according to Orange Cassidy, that he won't be in Philly. According to Orange Cassidy, quote, oh, I'm not going. End quote. End quote. Um, so he, there's also, potential if Orange, he, Time out. If Orange Cassidy isn't there when I'm there, I'm going to be mad. That's anyway, fair. Let's move on. <laughs> he, that's fair. Uh, I would, honestly, I would love for him to not be there, but then him to have a dark match. But that's a, that's a point for another day. <laughs> it's just, he's there, but he's not in the corner. Um, so there's potential that Orange Cassidy won't be there to help the best friends. Uh, cheer on the stand. Sit next to the. Also in BT, it looks like Sky hurt himself. Oh, that's true. Oh, that's true. Maybe he's out of action because he hurt <laughs> his back. I didn't think about that, but that's a great point. Um, but yes. So if we had to pick, if you have to pick, Mikey, who is your personal favorite heading into this matchup? I think SCU are going to pull out the win here. Okay. Why is that? I think that they. As a tag, like in two on two matches, they need a win. I think that put moving, they need more big names in the tag tournament. Uh, mm-hmm. Now that the Bucks got knocked out already, mm-hmm. I think True. SCU could be a good viable threat going in. Like this whole thing can't be upsets, you know. Like, mm-hmm. like I guess based on booking, the whole like, like you can't make the whole tournament just a whole tournament of a full of upsets, you know. Fair. I feel like I feel like SCU are going to pull it out. I would agree with you uh, wholeheartedly, actually. I'm going to agree with you. Uh, I believe SCU are going to victory, especially, the same exact point, especially since the Young Bucks lost. Um, SCU have actually been my pick to win the whole thing this entire time. Um, I feel like to a certain extent, sort of like the Chris Jericho thing, you sort of need a um, established team of veterans to win. And with the Young Bucks out, SCU feel like the perfect fit. Um, best friends are uh, there is there is obviously the the wrinkle that like best friends face the Dark Order, and the winner of this match will then face Dark Order. So whether or not you want to redo that match, honestly, I kind of don't want to. Um, so my pick, I'm saying with you, Mikey, SCU SoCal Uncensored. Let's move on to the next matchup, which is the next match in the tag team tournament, which will be between the Lucha Brothers, who are ranked number two, versus the Jurassic Express, who are ranked number 11. Now, the Lucha Bros are one and one in tag team matches, two and two overall. Jurassic Express are zero and one in tag team matches, of course, that being Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Um, who will be also competing together in this tournament. Mm-hmm. But they are 0-3-0 overall in tag team matches. Are are you concerned about Jurassic Express's chance in this match, Mikey? I am. Based on their record, I for sure am. Um, as much as I would love to see them win because I think they're so over. And I think if they, if they keep making them lose, people are just going to start losing interest and... That would really suck to watch all of that excitement and all of that like like go away mm-hmm. uh, because they just keep losing. At this point, you gotta think that AEW has noticed how over they are, right? 
Oh, yeah. So, I don't know. I think all of the... To talk about to talk about some of those stats, Mikey Lucha Bros currently have a fifty seven percent chance of winning. Lucha Bros on a, are on a hot streak of three wins in a row, while Jurassic Express are dead cold at three losses in a row. Mm-hmm. Both, but both very low. Lucha Bros make about three tags a match, while Jurassic Express make about four. So the really uh, each individual member can definitely last longer to a certain extent. Uh, of course, either team will be facing private party. Uh, I I'll make my prediction now, Mikey. I'll make my pick now. I I think it's definitely going to be Lucha Bros. Uh, it, it's hard to look at these numbers and not say it's going to be the Lucha Brothers. Um, obviously, of course, there's the there's the um, to put on the tinfoil caps um, or booking caps on. Of course, then you got Private Party against Lucha Bros. A Private Party victory over Lucha Bros will be just as big, just like the Young Bucks one. Um, along with that, uh, AEW is sort of presenting and giving that Cinderella story to Private Party, um, despite Jurassic Express being a lowered, lower-ranked team and have not won a single match yet. Um. I mean, Jurassic Express were the team that was voted in by the fans, and they haven't won anything. I, I, I sort of, I sort of feel like Jurassic Express were a team that AEW were not expecting to be as over as they are. Um, uh, I think they were going to bring in Luchasaurus into the Battle Royal. He was extremely over. Of course, they're going to sign a guy like that immediately. But now you have this tag team. And it's sort of like, okay, well, we have no real plans for them, but they're hugely over. So maybe they're thinking, I don't know. I don't think, like you said, Mikey, uh, I don't know. I don't I don't really see Jurassic Express being able to pull this one out, especially, you know, the, the fact that the Cinderella story and everything has been given to Private Party, who already had a win, uh, mind you. Uh, but uh, my pick to win this one is Lucha Bros. What do you think, Mikey? Yeah, uh, I'm going to have to go with Lucha Bros too, as much as I hate to say it, because I love Jurassic Express a lot. I, I, f- I felt like, for me, my pick, official pick, was SCU to win it all, win it all um, but Jurassic Express with the Dark Horse. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. I Where do you see Jurassic Express going from here? Um, hopefully, get some, hopefully if they keep him a tag team, he start getting some wins under their belt. Because mm-hmm. it's starting mm-hmm. to get kind of ridiculous. <laughs> Or, or having a reign over the AEW dark, dark TV show. Yeah. Let's move on to the next matchup, Mikey, which is, of course, the tag match between Hangman Adam Page, who is ranked number seven, uh, out of, I believe it is 26 wrestlers, ranked number seven, uh, and Kenny Omega, ranked number 11, Versus John Moxley, ranked number four, and Pac, 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 my mistake, it's Pac now, ranked number three. Of course, all of you guys facing off in a tag team match in Philadelphia, ready, all getting full steam ahead for full gear. Mikey, what are your thoughts on this tag team match? It's going to be a wild one for sure. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really excited to see it. I am curious to see how they're going to play out this um this kind of storyline we have with Paige and Omega kind of on a big losing streak. Yep. And I want to see where it goes. Uh, I want to see where Kenny Omega and Moxley go coming up to full gear. I want to see where Pac and Hangman go coming up to full. Like, there are so many things in this tag team match that are happening that I want to see so much more of. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited to see all of them. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. You mentioned the the losing streak of Pac. Sorry, not Pac, but Paige and Omega. Mm-hmm. Paige having a three loss losing streak. Omega two loss losing or losing streak. Whereas Mox has a Mox and Pack have a two win hot streak. Yeah. So definitely the odds are ever more in Mox and Pack's favor. But can you see those two wrestlers, Moxley and Pack, uh coexisting well in this tag team match? I don't know. That's the thing. I don't know. They I feel like they're both more lone wolf kind of wrestlers, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if they're going to be able to work as a team as well as uh, Paige and Omega might be able to. Mm-hmm. I feel like they might let their personal rivalries, uh, they might put them ahead of the match, I feel like. That's fair. That's fair. Paige uh, is 2-2 two and two in singles victory. Omega is 1-2 and two in singles matches. Moxley is 1. Paige is 2. Uh, obviously, Moxley and Pac haven't had tag team matches here yet. Page, of course, losing last week with D- Dustin Rhodes. Mm-hmm. And Kenny Omega has not had a tag match, but he is one and one in a trios competition. So he has a little bit of a tag experience there. Of course, Page and Omega have probably tagged before, but not obviously as a as a duo. Yeah. So there is some maybe a little bit of kinks there, especially with the behind the scenes BT storyline of Page. Mm-hmm. Um and of course Moxley and Pack. Who knows? Moxley and Pack have a fifty-four percent chance of winning this match. Pack, of course, has submitted both Omega and Page in previous matches. It seems like Pack is the uh the standout here, right? Because he he already has wins over the Page and Omega. Not he already has wins over Page and Omega, mm-hmm. and he's made them both and pass out for, with his uh, brutalizer. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like Pac is going to be like the silver bullet here. Yeah, he easily can be. Uh, so is that your pick? Is it Pac and Moxley picking up the victory for you? I think so. Um, and especially based on the storyline they're going with, which looks like a Kenny Omega redemption arc. In a weird way, yeah, right? It, it is sort of like a redemption arc for Kenny Omega. Uh, it looks like they're going with, like, he's oh, he's on a losing streak, he can't get his itch together, and then mm-hmm. something's going to click, and he's going to get it together, and he's going to start dominating, you know? Mm-hmm. He's going to start being Kenny Omega again. Mm-hmm. The, all the numbers for me, it's sort of similar to the Lucha Bros match, where, like, the numbers definitely point to a Moxley victory, uh, or, sorry, Matt Moxley and Pack victory. Um, but I think... Uh, yeah, I got to go with them. I... I I, I think my heart is saying Hangman Adam Page and Kenny Omega um, because I think obviously both of them def- desperately need a victory here. Yeah. Uh, especially Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega has been like dropping like every week almost. Um, he just, he needs to pick up a victory. Uh, 
And of course, Moxley and Pack will just rise up further in the rankings with this this match, this tag team match victory. But my brain—that was what my heart was thinking. My brain says Moxley and Pack. You can't write them off. They are on a hot streak. They're just you know better prepped. Pack has you know submitted both of his other competitors. Page has a weak finisher comparatively to the other members of these this match. Mm-hmm. It's hard to write off Moxley and Pack, and I think they may get the victory. I don't know how. Do you have a prediction of who's going to pin whom? Um, I think I don't think it's going to be. Uh, I don't think it's going to be one of the obvious finishes of Pack finishing off Hangman or Moxley finishing off Omega. I think it might be like Moxley getting a pin on Page or Pac getting Omega. You know, like it might they might switch it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Save some ambiguity for the future, you know. Mm-hmm. If Moxley and Pack are able to get a victory out of this match, could you see them tagging again in the future? Possibly, if it works out for them. Um, I could definitely see them uh, tagging again. Not like not becoming like an official tag team, but like maybe partnering up again. Mm-hmm. Would you be fearful? of an eventual faction comprising of John Moxley and Pack. Yes, very much. <laughs> Cuz that seems horrifying. <laughs> a very Suzuki Goon like uh team there. Uh I would be terrified if they ever decided to join forces. Yeah. If they became a faction, let's put on the tinfoil caps here real quick, Mikey. If they ever became a faction John Moxley and Pack, who would you have joined them? Of course, you got to pick a tag team, and you probably got to pick a couple other, one or two other guys, maybe a gal. Honestly, I could. S- hmm. I could see the Lucha Bros joining them. The I Lucha could s- Bros, interesting. I could, s- I could see. Maybe a heel SCU teaming up with them. Oh my god! Uh, These may- picks are maybe, picks I never saw coming. Maybe a Dark Order. Now, now we're talking Dark Order. Oh, spooky! Yeah, I could. My picks would be as a tag team either Dark Order or Strong Hearts. Yes. Um, for some reason, Darby's always in my mind here. mm Hmm. Darby um, seems like a Darby seems like a good pick uh, to like randomly just turn heel. <laughs> yeah, maybe, why not? Maybe Jimmy Havoc. I was thinking the same exact thing. Jimmy Havoc seems like a good fit with them. Yeah, uh, I'm excited. If you could pick one one lady, one woman to pick to join that faction, <sighs> B Priestley. Yeah, that she feels most correct. Maybe a Sadie Gibbs. I would be happy with a Sadie Gibbs. Yeah, they put a throw in a big old powerhouse in there. Mm-hmm. Let's move on to the next matchup, Mikey, which is, of course, the AEW Women's Championship match between Riho, the champion, who is also ranked number one in the women's division, versus Britt Baker, who is ranked number two in the women's division. Mikey, uh, this is Riho's, of course, first defense since defeating Nyla Rose to win the inaugural AEW Women's title. Mm-hmm. Um, and they both have a lot headed into this matchup. Um, what? Who? 
Who do you expect to win this match? <sighs> this is a tough one. They both have they like you said, they both have their reasons, they both have their record. Uh both of their finishers are clearly effective. And, and not even both of their they have multiple ways of finishing their opponents. Riho with a spinning crucifix pin, a roll up, Meteora, Baker with a modified Yushiguroshi, and a Rings of Saturn mandible claw that I'm sure are gonna get some sort of dentist theme name. Oh yeah, definitely. Um for it. They have multiple ways to defeat each other. Yeah. Um they should call it Nova King because it knocks them out. You just dabbed. <laughs> Honestly, perfect. Honestly, the Novocaine Crush, Novocaine Crusher. Well, it's not really a crusher. Something. So there's something there. Novocaine is something definitely in there. And maybe it's like a second word. Jeez, uh, but that worked perfectly. Mikey, right off the jump. Right off the jump with that. But who do you think to win? You know, Riho got a three-win hot streak. Baker, two-win hot streak. Just name some of the, the fun facts we have presented in front of us. <laughs> Riho, of course, has a 55% chance of winning. Um, you know, she has that edge over Brit Breaker. They've never faced each other in mm-hmm. any match, but they've teamed with each other twice. Of course, Riho was pinned in one of those outings, and Baker was the winner in another. So what are you thinking, Mike? I mean, what are you thinking? What do you what do you see happening here? I'm thinking that uh they both have their reasons, right? I feel like Riho isn't going to drop her first title defense, but I also think they might give it to Baker going into Pittsburgh. That is a great point. Pittsburgh is the next week episode. So I feel I feel like Baker Britt going into Pittsburgh as the champion would get a lot of hype. Mm-hmm. Um And I think it might like, and if Riho wins, it might give her some unwanted heat if she's in, if she shows up in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I like I, this one's up in the air for me. I don't know. It feels like a coin flip. I, it's tough for me to decide here. What are you thinking? Um, I can't help but think about the alternate reality of the women's division currently. Mm-hmm. Um, uh. You are a huge fan of the former AEW wrestler Kylie Ray, and I cannot help to think about the alternate reality that is this title match. I I, I think, I don't know, with with everything that was leading into AEW, obviously Britt Baker being one of those people on the front lines of the media scrums, uh, Britt Baker ha- getting that victory in the Fatal 4-Way over Kylie Ray, sort of being a little bit of the heel in that match. And then, was it the same pay-per-view? No, it was Fight for the Fall. No, Fighter Fest, my mistake. Fighter Fest, where Riho was sort of like, at the end of the match, being a little bit of a heel to Yuka Sakazaki, like being upset with Yuka. Mm-hmm. It sort of feels like we were going to go towards like a heel Riho, maybe, and then, like, the a heel Britt Baker or something. I don't know. And it, they've obviously had to change direction immensely. I don't yeah. know, Mikey. I honestly could see Britt Baker winning this match. As much as the first defense against for, for Riho is probably a bad look for Riho, 
She's five and one overall. She is ranked number one by a mile. Even if she loses, she just drops to rank number two. Mm-hmm. Still like 20 points ahead of number three, which, uh, not to be mistaken, number three, I believe, is Brandy Rhodes. Yeah. I, I, I think leg- legitimately, I think Britt Baker could win this one and walk into Pittsburgh with the title. Uh, I think that's my pick. Of course, you know, there could be a draw aspect to it with B Priestley maybe getting involved, causing a time limit draw. Maybe that'd be a good way to get a non-fish out of this, but... Or maybe a DQ. We can't have a DQ in the main event. (laughs) What are we? Hell in a cell? Um, I don't know. I, I, I think legitimately, I think that Britt Baker could win this one, and she's my pick to win. What about you, Mikey? I don't know. I think I'm going to have to uh, disagree with you here and go with Riho, considering the wild card of B. Priestley. That's fair. That's a fair point. Um, I feel like she's probably going to get involved in this match somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I think I think Riho's leaving Philly with her title. Could you see Nyla Rose getting involved in this match as well? Possibly possibly mm-hmm. um but not a, i feel like not as much as b Priestley is like to me it's like if any if any one factor sticks out it's b Priestley. yeah but she's a huge extra piece in this wheel yeah she's someone that sticks out like a sore thumb that's fair yeah i i think that's fair b Priestley is definitely gonna be the wild card here whatever happens with B, if anything happens, will definitely help determine the victor here. You go Riho, I'll go Brit, and uh, we'll see who wins, Mikey. Yeah. This what tomorrow in Philly. Yeah. Well, I guess you will see. You will see uh, firsthand who wins. And let's move on to what most likely will be the main event, Mikey. It is Chris Jericho defending his AEW World Heavyweight Championship uh, versus Darby Allen in a Philadelphia street fight. The Painmaker is coming to AEW to take on Darby Allen himself, the relentless one. Darby Allen, who is ranked number 10 on this singles match record, versus Chris Jericho, who's ranked number one. Darby Allen being the only person that brought someone to a time limit draw, that person being Cody, who will be taking on Jericho, ironically enough, at full gear. Which is not nothing. Which is not nothing. Um, Assuming Jericho can walk out of this match with the title. Mikey, what are your thoughts on this matchup? It's interesting. I didn't expect Darby Allen to be the first number one contender. Mm-hmm. That's cool though. I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I can't see Jericho losing this match. As much like it's in Darby's element, it's a street fight. It's like exactly what Darby Allen wants, but I can't see Chris Jericho losing. Mm-hmm. There's there's like not like a universe I could see where Chris Jericho loses this match. It's one of those matches where uh, to pull a recent example, it's like. Uh, Evil taking on Kazuchika Okada at King of Pro Wrestling for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. You can't see Evil defeating Kazuchika Okada in any capacity. 
Uh, maybe here it's a little bit less that, but like, you know, they, they have got Wrestle Kingdom around the corner. You're talking about Okada versus Abushi. That's a money match right there. You think they're going to have Evil versus Abushi? No. As much as wild. Um, same thing. You think Chris Jericho's first defense, he has, um, you know, it's a Philadelphia street fight, meaning any number of his inner circle fo- uh, goons could come out and help him during this match. Um, yeah, but it also you know, means Darby could do some wild stuff. He can skateboard off of someone's dome piece. He uh, could do, of course, he could do also, the tax in the, the tax in the board. Of course, of course, Classic. Cody could also get involved in some capacity. Yeah. Can't write that off. The uh, elite, the elite in some capacity can easily get involved because they they all had their their issues with everyone in the inner circle. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. There's a, a lot of wild cards here. But, of course, Chris Jericho coming in on a four-win hot streak. Allen on a two. Jericho's got a 59% chance of winning. That is the highest in any match in the card, and I think the highest on any match since AEW has started. That's crazy. Um, Jericho, of course, having also the strongest finisher with the Jews effect, defeating his opponent all four times he's used it. Mm-hmm. So 100% win rate. It, they had to it, do I, something to make that look better. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. oh my God, yes. Um, I, I you you talk about how um, uh, you know, you can't see Chris Jericho losing this match, and I think you're right. I, I I don't see Chris Jericho winning. Obviously, there is the behind the scenes element with Darby Allen, you know, being more realistic of a chance because it is also a Philadelphia street fight. Anything goes. But uh, it's hard. You it, it's hard. You can't. Right off Chris Jericho, especially same thing of that Kazuchiko Kata evil storyline, or it's not storyline, but idea. You got the money match of Cody versus Chris Jericho at full gear. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it just feels like there's no way Jericho loses. Plus, if you want to talk about, you know, put the tinfoil caps on, that storyline element of Chris Jericho defeating Darby Allen. Someone mm-hmm. that Cody could Couldn't. not defeat in 20 minutes. Yep. I mean, Chris Jericho, I think this if this match went like 16 minutes long, Chris Jericho has not only did I defeat him, I also beat him before 20 minutes. Yeah. So. And he got he gets to say that, and as a face, Cody could be like, that was a Philadelphia street fight. You had LA, well, sorry, Proud and Powerful, Jake Hager, Sammy Guevara help you during that match. You couldn't actually do it. So there's a little bit of money there. Yeah. But yes, my pick, of course, will be Chris Jericho. I, I, you know, it's unlike Riho and Britt Baker, which is more even and maybe more likely for Britt to get the victory here. I can't see Darby Allen being the second person to win the title. Yeah, I agree. I think, I think Jericho, Jericho wins easy. Do you think you could see. AEW ever having a uh, mid card title? Yeah, for sure, definitely down the line. Mm-hmm. I could see it, like a like an intercontinental championship or something like that. I could see it. Who would be? Let pick. Let's say pick three people, three men's division wrestlers who could easily be champions of a mid card title. Sammy Guevara, uh, Sean Spears. Joey Janela, Darby Allen. 
Okay, well, I said pick three people, so you got to have Sorry. to cut out one of them. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. I'm just messing with you, Mikey. Ironically enough, Joey Janela is dead last in our rankings division. Yeah, that makes sense. He is he is dead last. He has yet to win a match. And Yikes. now he's picking fights of Sean Spears. So, I like that. Uh, I like that, though. Good luck, buddy. Uh, <laughs> so we'll see what Joey Janela can do i'm not sure what he will be able to do but i'm interested to see what he can do but so we're both picking chris jericho yeah mikey uh to talk about to take the analytics out of the room real quick which match are you most excited for as you head into philadelphia tomorrow oh man i don't know they're all so exciting um i'm very excited for uh the the page omega moxley pock tag team match and I'm also very excited for Lucha Bros versus Jurassic Express. Those are the two matches I'm probably most hyped for. Um, because I just want to I want to see Luchasaurus in action really bad. Um, I get to see Kenny Omega live, which is wild to me, which is never a thing I thought I would ever say in my life. Mm-hmm. Nor um, be excited about. Exactly, like it's so weird to me because I like to me Kenny Omega has always just been like this myth of a wrestler. Yeah. Um. And now, like, I actually get to see him wrestle on a weekly basis. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's definitely weird to come around on to come around like that, you know? Yeah, it, it's been a the past year for you, just alone, maybe six months. Uh, as a wrestling fan of Mikey, you've evolved to such an indie darling. Yeah, it's been kind of crazy. Um, but yeah, thank you, Mikey, so much. I'm excited for this episode tomorrow. I can't wait. And of course, Mikey, don't forget to get there early and stay there late for AEW Dark taping. Oh, of course. Um, I of course we have no way to know. They never announce it. They we so we have no way of knowing what those matches will be. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited to see. Maybe we'll do a Sean Spears Joey Janela match. Maybe oh, there'll I be another. So. Maybe hopefully there'll be another women's match. Mm-hmm. I would love to see Allie versus I don't know someone <laughs> Nyla Rose versus Sadie Gibbs. Just do that match. I would be there for that. But yeah, Mikey, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, no problem. Okay, and I'm gonna see you, see you in a couple days to talk about uh, hit the books. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. All right, we'll be right back. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this week's episode of System Check. Thank you, everyone, for being here since the beginning. We love each and every one of you. But if you want to stay here and join the rest of the System Check talk, then you can follow us on Twitter at HitTheBooksPod. Of course, Hit the Books being our flagship show. And we're sort of under, like Mikey said, underneath that umbrella. So you can always go there. Uh, at Hit the Books Pod on Twitter to hear more about whether it be AEW reviews, discussions, numbers, stats, whether it be WWE talk, whether it be New Japan talk, whether it be, you know, whatever is happening in the world of wrestling. You can follow all of our Mikey and I's thoughts at Hit the Books Pod on Twitter. But of course, if you want System Check specifically and you want each and every one of these shows on your podcast feed, then go subscribe today. Uh, of course, that's the only way for these to come up on your feed every week. You don't have to do anything. Just hit a subscribe button, and it's going to be there automatically. If you like today's show, we would love for you to leave a review on the web page, the podcast feed of your choice, a preferably five-star review. 
uh, of course, naturally, anything less would be um, upsetting. <laughs> but what if I was just like very upfront with that? I was like, you know what? Uh, anything less than five would uh, I would cry about it. Um, but no, uh, leave. You know, we we like the numbers, so we want the numbers to be right. And we want the numbers to be right in how you feel about this show. But ideally, five. Anyway, uh, next week they are going to be AEW is going to be in Pittsburgh, so we are going to be ready for that episode. Obviously, they only have a couple, not really a couple matches decided. There's going to be some tag team matches that will be decided, I guess, technically tomorrow. Um, So we're excited to see what happens there. We have no idea what's happening in Pittsburgh next week officially. So I'm excited to see what will be announced coming out of tomorrow's episode of AEW Dynamite uh, and see what we have moving forward. Of course, if you want to see a bunch of... uh, text post of this you can always go to r slash squared circle or follow us on twitter at hit the books pod and we'll probably retweet the detailed post of it all so you can sort of see um like the rankings and see the overall rankings and some interesting other additional factoids that can be listed in that post so you can always go there uh, I believe that's everything. So, yeah, uh, next week, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania for AEW Dynamite. We'll be here next week, of course, to preview the analytics of that show. Uh, it's very interesting because we're starting to see some dividing lines, you know, in this uh, in this division. We're trying to see starting to see who's on top, who's on bottom, who's in middle, um, seeing who's being pushed, who's not being pushed, who's not being used, or, you know, just being used as a body to help push another person. Um, so it's interesting to see all that stuff play out and interesting to know every single week, um, some more of the changes that are happening in this record system. Of course, I didn't say this, but this week, uh, or I guess last week, uh, Young Bucks came out with an additional loss. Yes. Additional loss underneath their belt, which to me indicated that ladder match against the Lucha Bros did in fact count towards the records. So I had to adjust to that. But that's what's nice about Ocelot, folks. Uh, The Ocelot ranking system that we use is that Ocelot can be used for every single match. So you can see, get a better idea. It's it's a better way of knowing because you can use everything, every single match. Because every single match should matter, right? Wins and losses and every match should happen. That's what this promotion, All Elite Wrestling, is all about. And that's what we are all about here on System Check. For for more episodes, subscribe and follow us on Twitter at Hit the Books Pod. I said all that already. So until next time, have a good day. I love you and please stay elite.